Conan. We're going to, you know, crack a cold one if you have one. I've actually got a uh, little bit of seltzer water and vodka because I'm watching my figure. Um, I don't know how about you guys, but, uh, you know, the beer's not doing it for me. Um, I don't know, man. I think I think I'm looking pretty good in this uh, in this little getup right here. I mean, I've got my I got my waffle shirt here, my waffle hoodie. Uh, the hair's getting long enough that I can kind of slick it back now. Um, I, th- I think it's looking pretty good. I think we're uh, we're on on the right track with the look right now. Um, but once again, <clears throat> this is the Juice in the Morning podcast. You can definitely like the stream you can do things like that and i want you guys to like it share it and things like that so that i can kind of see those notifications make sure those notifications are working so it is 805 on a tuesday i wanted to do the podcast on a monday but work got in the way it was a rough day it was a long day it was a it was definitely a monday i had a case of the mondays but we are here we are here for the podcast. We are here to hang out with you folks. And the first thing that I wanted to get into really quick is why do people like mafia movies? I mean, they're all kind of, I mean, they're kind of the same thing. Why, why is it such, why is it such a big deal? Why, why do we, why do we obsess over mobster movies? I mean, I had a conversation with somebody the other day, and I, I mean, I follow the PTO Unlimited podcast. Uh, Brett is a big fan of the mobster movies. A lot of my friends are fans of the mobster movies. Um, but I was having a conversation with somebody, and I was like, give me Face Off from the late 90s with um, with our favorite guy. Why can't I'm blanking on his name right now. Um, fuck. He's the crazy guy. Why am I blanking on it? Ah, shit. I'm an idiot. I'm do- I don't know how. Like, this is what happens when you do a podcast 8 o'clock at night after working all day. That's what happens. You lose your fucking mind. It's Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. That's it. That's why I couldn't. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. But it's Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. Give me Nicolas Cage, John Travolta face off over any mobster movie any time of the day. I think they're boring. I think they're slow. Um, I might get a lot of shit for that, but this is my podcast and I get to, I get to speak my opinion. So, you know, Brett, uh, you know, I'm sure Goodfellas is great. I'm sure God, all the Godfathers are fantastic. I'm sure they're great movies, but once again, give me, uh, give me Nick Cage and John Travolta and face off nine times out of 10. You know, every now and then I might check out, you know, one of those mobster movies, but I'm just, I, I want to know in the comments, maybe in some messages directly to me. Um, you can email me juice in the morning at gmail.com. You can message on the, on the Facebook page. You can do whatever you need to do, but come out come after me and tell me why you think mobster movies are a big deal and why they're, why they're good and why you enjoy them. That's what I would like to know. And also, I mean, like I said, I got this ring light going on. It, it's making me look really good in the, in the picture. So I think you guys are uh, going to enjoy the, the live streams. I think you guys are going to enjoy them. I think it's going to be a good time for everybody. Um, I'm trying to figure out, I feel like there's like nobody, nobody joining and I'm trying to figure out why. <clears throat> It might be because it's eight o'clock on a on a fucking Tuesday. People are tired. People are going to bed. People are doing their thing. 
Um, but yeah, so once again, write into me. Tell me, tell me why you like mobster movies, why you don't. I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. All right, another thing that I would like to talk about is uh, Roberto Garcia. Roberto Garcia is a stand-up comedian that I've seen. He competed in the Roast War Championships. Um, I think he lost to Terry Shepard, or maybe he beat Terry Shepard. If you guys know Terry if or Robert, if Roberto, if you guys are listening, uh, you can definitely let me know who actually won in that uh, that battle because I can't remember. I probably was a little too lit, had a little too good of a time, drank a little too many beers, a little too many shots. Um, but yeah, uh, Roberto Garcia posted that there is a tw- 12 hard shell taco challenge um, that he's doing on his Facebook page. And the original goal to beat was 11 minutes. And I said, you know what? I fucking have 11 minutes. I, I, I guarantee you I could probably get it in the eight, seven to eight minute range. Like I think I, I'm, I mean, I'm tough. I think I can, I can smash some tacos. I wouldn't be scared of like, you know, slicing the top of my mouth. Like you do with Doritos when you eat them in a, in the, the wrong way. Uh, I think I could have done it. I think I could have done it, but the new record that Roberto Garcia shared with me was in the six minute range. Now that's where it gets a little tough. I don't know if I could actually pull that off, but I'm definitely willing to try it. You guys let me know uh, through, once again, just interacting with the page, doing things like that, um, you know, doing things like that. Let me know if you think me doing a 12, a hard shell 12 taco challenge is something you'd like to see. Because I, I, I would do it on the live. Fuck it. I'll do it on the live. Um, it won't be the podcast. It'll just be a, you know, extra bonus content. Uh, 12 hard tacos. Cody Bragg, not a huge fan of monster movies, but a couple that aren't bad. So monster or mobster? Did you have a little uh, a slip of the the chubby finger? Uh, is that what happened? Or are you saying that you don't enjoy monster movies? Because eh, I don't know. I don't really see a whole lot of monster movies, so I'm not sure. But um, I know they the the mobster movies aren't bad. It's not that they're bad. Some of the best filmmakers of all time, Martin Scorsese, has done primarily mobster movies, but. Mobster movies just are not the thing that I'm into. It's just I, I don't get why people are so obsessed with them. And yeah, the filmmaking's great, the technique's great, all that stuff. But like I said, give me a give me a '90s action flick, nine out of ten times. I know Terry Terry Shepard over here. Mobster movies are some of the best. I know they are the best. They are good films, technically wise or technical wise. But for me. It's just not. It's just not what does it for me. It's just not what it does it for me. But <clears throat> like I said, I want to know if you guys think that uh, the juice or the juice, the JK Media uh, family should try this twelve hard shell taco challenge and try to beat that six minute goal. I, I would like to. I would like to figure that out. Um, another thing that I've been thinking about lately a lot is um, you know it's all over TikTok. Yes, I do. I do the TikTok. I mean, I don't even know if that's the way the kids say it now nowadays, you know. Um, but I definitely look at Terry Shepard has liked this stream. So thank you so much. And Shane Jones, he likes lobster movies. I'm not sure uh, I've seen a lobster movie, but uh, I think I think if anybody could come up with a good title for one, Shane, you could. So I would like you in the chat to just give me the best lobster movie title that you can come up with. I think uh, you've got some good skill with that kind of stuff uh, rolling off the top of your head. So, <clears throat> but we're moving on. We're moving on. Um, I do the TikTok. I'm a little bit older. I don't actually do a lot of the videos. Um, like I don't create a lot of videos myself. I, I've done a few. Had some kind of pop off. I had a couple with a hundred thousand views. That kind of thing. Um, but. 
there's something that's uh, that's been showing up on TikTok a lot, and it's uh, it's called a mysterious obelisk in U.S. desert captures conspiracy theorists' imagine imaginations. So what I want, what I thought about when I was like seeing all these videos, reading all these stories, and and kind of just trying to figure out what what it is and what it means. Um, let me get to it here real quick. Let me get. So I think aliens are doing this crazy shit, wondering how dumb we are that we're not seeing the signs that they're here. The monolith in the desert being the number one. I think having that monolith, mysterious obelisk, monolith, whatever you want to fucking call it, the shiny triangular pillar, which protrudes approximately 12 feet from the red rocks of southern Utah, was spotted last Wednesday by baffled local officials counting big horn sheep from the air so like i said it was a surprise like nobody nobody would have uh james cared like in the like in the stream thank you so much brother i appreciate it but no this thing is in the middle of the desert and people are like there's no way it could have gotten here i mean i'm sure there is a way i'm sure it's a hoax i'm sure it's something silly but what if what if it's the aliens what if it's telling us they're they're trying to tell us they're here they're trying to warn us about something you know, they probably have seen how much of a shit show 2020 is. And they're like, all right, guys, it's uh, it's either about to get worse. Or it's about to get way better. All right. It's about to get way better. Right. I think uh, I think it's going to get better. I mean, I'm an I'm an eternal optimist. Um, I also think that if the aliens are there, I think that uh, I think that's a good thing. I think that's exciting. Anybody that's watching, I just love that these notifications are coming up. If you could just share the stream for me, that would be fantastic. And then you can see your name up there. I can give you a shout out. Let me know if the sound effects are coming across too. I would like to know in the chat if sound effects are coming across. I, I, may, I messed with a setting on my system to see if that's going to work. So let me know. Um, let me know in the chat. Let me know. Uh, and go ahead and share it. Like it. Do all those things. Um, but yeah, I think the aliens are just kind of seeing how dumb we are and you know, it, I'm kind of thinking that there's probably some alien reality show and they're just watching us kind of like walking up to the mon the the monolith or the obelisk, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and we're just kind of looking at it. And then um I also have seen a uh, video of somebody saying they were there when it disappeared because it didn't actually disappear. Somebody just knocked it over and took it apart and drove off with it. So, um I don't know. I like it. I like some of the people's remarks. They said, this is the reset button for 2020. Can someone please press it quickly? I like that. Up close, it reads COVID vaccine inside. Um, I like that. Yeah, it's just um, roughly six miles from the nearest road. Wow, that's interesting. But like I said, who knows? It's It could be alien. It could not be. It's, it's kind of interesting. Um, you know, I think aliens just think we're dumb and they're trying to figure out if we're going to figure it out now. Another thing that I, uh, like, these are all my notes. This is like what I think about on kind of a, a regular, a regular basis. Um, and, uh, I like your comment, Andrew Moore. If it's aliens, why not do it in a town and not in the middle of nowhere in Utah of all places? Apparently this structure has been there since 2016. This is like people have just like stumbled upon it. So I'm guessing it's some sort of like art project that somebody did and they didn't tell anybody about it and they just left it there and now it's getting found by people randomly. Like, I mean, there's probably millions of things out there like that, <clears throat> but I'm moving on. You think any of, you think, you think presidents got shit faced in the White House? 
I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, I was thinking like, you know, I don't think Donald Trump is known as a drinker, but like, do you think he's like, do you think there have been like presidents that were like, you know what? I'm going to sit down in the Oval Office and have myself, you know, some scotch and get a little toasty, you know, get a, get a little crazy. I mean, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that, uh, you know, we know Bill Clinton probably was getting toasty in the, in the White House, in the, in the Oval Office, right? You know, I, 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 I'm like, I'm kind of, thank you, Crystal Picker for following the juice in the morning page, the JK media page. Now it's hard to, it's hard to get those straight. I'm still trying to get used to that. Um, I think it's, it has to happen. Like they have to be getting fucked up in the, in the Oval Office. I mean, I'm not saying every president, I mean, Obama was probably in there. You know he likes to smoke. He's probably smoking some Marlboro Reds, fucking hacking some darts, drinking some uh drinking some Miller Lite, something like that. I feel like I feel like Miller I feel like Obama, even though he was who he was, I bet he was probably one of the most down to earth guys. He's probably he would probably have been fun to have a few beers with in the Oval Office and like smoke some you know, smoke some cigs with him and have a good time and just kinda chat about basketball and sports and shit in general like that. Like, but then like, I I would like my immediate like thoughts would start to like switch over to, you know, what's at area 51, man. Just tell me, can you take me like that's, I mean, that's what I would be asking. I I don't know, but thanks James driving home from work. Uh, I hate that you're getting out of work that late, but I'm glad to see you uh, getting out there and doing things. And thanks to, uh, thanks to you, man. I'm taking a lot of your advice, trying to make this more interactive with people and, and turn this podcast into not only a podcast, but just kind of a live stream. I mean, Twitch people do it all the time. I think I have a bigger audience on Facebook and I feel like I have more people that kind of give a shit about the Juice of the Morning podcast and the uh, the JK Media Facebook page. So I'm going to stick with uh, Facebook, but I definitely think uh, I definitely think presidents have gotten shit faced in the White House. I want to Google that real quick. Let's Google that real quick. All right. All right. Um, presidents getting shit faced in the white house the old google machine <laughs> i literally put presidents getting shit faced in the in the white house and i i really haven't i haven't found anything are you kidding me there's like nothing there's no there's no like stories about that If you guys were to guess, if you guys were to guess, who do you think is a president that got drunk in the White House? Like, I mean, who do you think? I mean, do you think JFK? JFK definitely got drunk in the White House. Um, Ronald Reagan, he was like a, he was like an actor, right? Celebrity. He definitely got drunk in the White House. Um, I think Obama probably put down some uh, light beers and smoked some, smoked some darts in the, uh, in the, in the White House. I think, oh, that would be cool. Like. I, do you think he smoked in the White House? Like I know that they like they ban that out of they ban that everywhere. Smoking's banned almost everywhere. They're they're pushing everybody outside, and then they're pushing them as far away from doors as possible. They're trying to get those those dirty fucking smokers out of this out of this place. You know, like they they don't want you around. Not your fucking kind. We don't want your fucking kind around here. You know. So, um, I wonder if they smoked in the White House too. Like. That'd be interesting. That'd be really cool to know. That'd be really cool to be a part of if, if that did happen. And yeah, I agree, Bill or Andrew Moore, Bill Clinton probably did. 
Um, didn't one get stuck in the bathtub? I'm pretty sure. What was it like? Howard Taft got stuck in the bathtub because he was a big fat piece of shit. Like, how did that guy become president? Back in the day, like back in the day, wasn't as nice as it is now. Where it's like, oh, everybody love everybody, love your body, love the skin that you're in, all that shit. Uh, back then, they called you out if you were a fat fuck. Like they they were shitty. So like, how did that guy win an election? That that's another thing. Let's let's look that up. Let's look. What was Howard Taft? William Howard Taft, the twenty seventh U.S. president. Um. Let's see. Taft was elected president in 1908. Like I said, if he was a big fat piece of shit, how did he get elected back in those times? They were way, 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 way more judgmental than we are now. How did that happen? Um, Taft was born in Cincinnati, Ohio. Fuck, of course. Of course he was. Ohio's the worst state, guys. I love you guys that live there, but get out, man. It's the worst. It's the worst state out there. Oh, yeah. James James Carrot bet JFK through some bunker party ragers. I guarantee that dude did. And he was probably like messing around with the zombies that they created for like from them from the you know from all the science and shit they were doing during uh during all that shit. You know, they had some zombie like waiters and shit. <laughs> But they did the shit like they did in The Walking Dead where they like chopped the chopped the jaw off so they couldn't bite you. Here's your vodka martini. I think that's what they were doing. Definitely down in those bunkers. But no, William Howard Taft. Get let's get back to this though. Like how, he had little opposition for the Republican nomination for president in nineteen oh eight and easily defeated William Jennings Bryan for the presidency in that November's election. He focused on East Asia more than European affairs and repeatedly intervened to prop up or remove Latin American governments. Hmm. He sought to reductions to trade tariffs. Oh, this is all boring shit. I want to know, like, was he banging some supermodel in, like, the 1900s, you know? Was there supermodels in the 1900s? Probably not. It was probably, like, those uh, corsets and all that shit. <clears throat> but, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure... There have some been there have been presidents that have gotten shit faced in the White House. And this leads me to my other my next my next kind of note and thought that I had waiting to do this podcast is does coffee really help hangovers? I mean, coffee will make me take a shit. Um you know, if I'd wake up and I drink a cup of coffee or two, like I instantly have to run to the shitter. Like, I mean, I know everybody knows what I'm talking about, those bubble guts starts gurgling on you and you start getting a little uncomfortable start to sweat a little bit maybe um but for me a hangover i don't want anything but water um and sometimes i even have to force myself to drink that like i'm, I'm usually like I'm, i usually don't want anything i don't want anything at all i don't i just kind of want to lay there in my in my pain my filth my my regret of the bad decisions that i've made probably the night before um I'm just that's what I, I'm I'm just surprised that that so many like you see all these like you see social media and you see movies and television and like everybody's like oh, I'm so hungover I need I need something and, the, and then they like reach for coffee I feel like coffee's just gonna make you fucking feel worse one time uh to 
add to Chris Duncan's point. Chris Duncan said, coffee makes me feel worse. You know what I do. Um, to add to his point, I think one of the few times that I've done coffee is after being really drunk the night before, filling up a cup of coffee, grabbing some, uh, grabbing some Bailey's, throwing a little bit of Bailey's in there, a little hair of the dog, keep it going, keep it moving. Um, and you know, what's funny is like, so, so my, like instead of coffee, my hangover cure has always been, or not always been, but like a very large majority of time, I, I will wake up the next day and feel kind of shitty, but still kind of drunk. So I don't feel shitty that much. And I'll pour a beer, throw some tomato juice in it, maybe even crack an egg in it. I've done that before too. Um, but you, you throw that in there, you mix it up, you chug it down and you kind of like, you wean yourself off as opposed to just stopping cold Turkey. I know that sounds like kind of like an alcoholic move, but I'm telling you it works. So, you know, have one of those bad boys, drink it down, take a nap while you're doing that. You want to, you do want to try to get water down. Like you want to try to get water down because being, being hung over a large majority of it is, is, uh, is being, is being dehydrated. Hey, what's up, Johnny? Thank you for joining, man. I appreciate you being in here. Um, I know Johnny and I have had many a times that we've been recovering from hangovers together. Um, what's your hangover cure, Johnny? Like, what do you do, buddy? And Cody Bragdon, he just, he just sleeps through the spins and regrets it all in the morning. Yeah. I don't, I've never really gotten the spins. I don't know what that even feels like. Does it really feel like the entire room is spinning? Like, I don't know. I've never once had the spins. I don't know what that means. Um, but once again, if you guys are in here, do the, do the stream a favor and the podcast a favor, share that shit so that you can get that nice little notification. You can get that nice little sound effect. It'll pop up on the screen. And then it also spreads us amongst everybody else like a goddamn virus. Like, like the, I mean, I know it's a little too soon, but you know, just, just spread this, make it go viral. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I want because the more we go viral, the more I can do this, the more often I can do it. Um, <laughs> John of the Bouton morning sex cocaine and start drinking again. You can pick the order. I love that uh, whole combination, my friend. That's a uh, that's a very fabulous combination. Off the mic and off the stream, I will talk to all of you if you would like. Just DM me what my uh, most recent hangover cure is, and it works like a fucking charm. I'll tell you that it's fantastic. Just go ahead and message me, or you know, do whatever you need to do. Um, contact me one way or the other. I'll tell you what it is. Um, but yeah, I don't think coffee's it. I don't think coffee's the move. I think, but like, do you think since, since I'm a man, like since I'm a male and most of the people commenting in here are male, do you think that like that alcohol affects females differently and that like when they wake up that coffee is better for them? Like it does make them feel better. Like, is that a possibility? I assume it is. If there's a woman in here or if there's a female watching or listening or a woman at all paying attention, DM me, let me know is, is coffee your go-to for a hangover? Um, let me know. I want to know. All right. So this leads me into, into, uh, a kind of a longer little thought that I was thinking about recently. So, um, quick question. Have people been nicer or meaner to you since you've started to have to wear a mask in public? I think this could be a direct correlation to how hot your face is. If you're hot, but then your face has to be covered with a mask. I bet it's become quite a shock to your system. If you're ugly and people are nicer, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you're hot, but it has to be covered with a mask, I think that it's definitely going to be a shock to your system because people may not be as nice to you as you're used to. And if you're ugly and people are nicer, I bet it's relatively refreshing. I think that's kind of a win-win. Don't you guys think? It's kind of a win-win. Like, you know, hot people are getting treated like more normally like other people and ugly people are being treated nicer and not like people thinking, oh, you know, if, if a if a hot person waves at you and they're a stranger, you wave back and smile. If a ugly person waves at you and they're a stranger, you typically are like, ew, like what the fuck is that guy looking at? What What is he waving at me for? Um, I think that's a win-win. I think that's kind of evening the playing field for everybody. You know, some people... Some people are hot and they live a wildly different life than all of the other ugly people. And then there's also like, I've always thought of myself kind of like right in the middle. Like, you know, if I was hot, dude, I would be such a bigger asshole. Like I'm kind of an asshole already, but like, imagine if I was just like jacked, like I had like a six pack and you know, an even like, you know, more angular jawline than I have. Um, I mean, I'd be a fucking handful. I'd be a handful. Um, but like I said, you know, I think celebrities and people that are like into making like fashion garments and things like that, I think what they're doing is they're trying to make masks that are see-through because they can't imagine losing that hotness advantage. Like they, like they have to have that hotness advantage because it's, it's a, it's a crazy, it's a crazy thing. Because now your hotness advantage is gone. So what are you going to do? You have to wear the mask. Um, yeah. Crystal crystal Picker. Yeah, I think it's crazy they still ID us. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I wonder how many, like, I wonder how many, like, underage kids are getting away with being under 21 because they have a fake ID. Like, do they make people pull their mask down if they think they have a fake ID? Or is it kind of just like, you know fucking 2020 sucks enough like i don't give a fuck if i'm selling this beer to an 18 year old or a 16 year old like whatever but that's why like i said i that's why i like being i think kind of average because everything kind of evens out for me um it's kind of like jerry seinfeld i kind of always end up even like you know something shitty will happen but then something good will happen so kind of balance balance itself out um the the whole face face mask thing has been kind of just a normal a normal thing it's like i'm not worried about it Um, it kind of sucks. Like, obviously it's not fun. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is like, it's the inconvenience. Like, man, did I fucking forget my mask? Like, do I got to walk back into my house and grab my fucking mask? Like, I mean, I think that's something that happens on a pretty regular basis. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of the, the kind of thing that I'm, I'm not a big fan of. All right. So once again, if people have been nicer to you, it might mean you're ugly. If people have been meaner to you, it might mean that uh, you're hot and you're not used to, you know, people treating you like a normal person and not letting you cut in line, not letting you, uh, you know, uh, get your what, get the the grocery cart that you have your eye on, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I think it's a I think it's a win win for everybody though because you kind of get to see what it's like to be an ugly person and the ugly people get to kind of see what it's like to be maybe a hot person. Um, what's up, Joshua, Joshua Mays? How you doing today, buddy? I appreciate you joining into the chat. Uh, once again, also crystal picker. Thank you so much. Um, 
go ahead and like the like the video share it so we can uh keep going viral with people no um i'm going on this might like kind of this might throw people off a little bit because i don't know how much uh people are fans of sports and and mma and boxing and things like that that are listening or watching on the facebook live but i just wanted to get something out there real quick mike tyson definitely won that fight he's still a terrifying human being How much money would it take for you to take an unprotected punch from Tyson? Give me whatever kind of scenarios you want. Is it in the stomach? Is it in the face? Gloves, no gloves, bare knuckle. Tell me in the chat or DM me, comment on the video, whatever you need to do. What amount of money would it take for you to take a unprotected punch from that terrifying human being? You can't cover up. You can't can't block. You can't do anything like that. And I and I came up to I came up with a like a, a a number or like kind of like an idea for myself, and that's whatever my total debt is right now. I might die, but the bills are paid. My wife's taken care of. My babies are my baby's taken care of. Um, you know, that's like I would I would be willing to take a free shot to my head if it wiped out my entire debt. Full strength, he can do it. Full strength, he can do whatever he wants. Uh, whatever my total debt is right now. Now, if it was uh, if it was a punch to the stomach, obviously I feel like you have to take less, right? Like, isn't a punch to the stomach or the ribs or anything like that? Like, isn't that uh, don't you think that would be you know less less money or less um, what is it less income less whatever you're whatever you're trying to get? So my thinking is if I'm getting hit in the stomach or the ribs or the kidney or whatever, you know, uh, pay pay off my house. I'd do that. I'd do it for that. Pay off the house. Get get rid of that debt for me. I think I'd take that. <clears throat> and yes, Crystal Picker. I don't think the fight was trash. I thought it was still entertaining to watch. It was cool to see Tyson be as good as what I hoped he would have been. Because you know, when I was a kid and those fights were happening, I I didn't know it was happening. Like I I was my my family would like buy those fights, and I really wouldn't understand like the greatness that was being shown in front of my face so like I wouldn't I never understood it and now that I was like able to actually see him even though it wasn't in his prime I feel like it's crazy to see like kind of how how amazing he is as a boxer and just as like as a fighter in general like I mean you could tell that after he caught I think he caught Roy a few times and I think he kind of let up and I think he he was like oh we want to give we want to give him a good throw you know we want to give him a good throw um they want to give him a good show because you know People are going to come back and watch it. People are going to come back and watch it if you give them a good show. So I think overall, as a production, I really enjoyed that whole pay-per-view. I mean, 50 bucks, that's split it between a couple people. That's nothing. And you had some pretty good entertainment that was unfiltered, unscripted. It was awesome to see Snoop Dogg being a fucking commentator. I think he's hilarious. Um, He's looking for a three-year deal for $15 million to commentate sporting events and things like that. I say fucking put him on the next match with like Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods, uh, Peyton Manning. Um, You know, who else can we get in there that are, that's a golfer, like maybe Aaron Rodgers or Pat McAfee, like let them golf and do their thing and like have Snoop Dogg, like have Snoop Dogg be the commentator. I think that'd be fucking legit. I think that'd be dope. Um, but as a whole, I think that that whole production was pretty fun to watch and enjoyable. Um, but yeah, I just had to get that out there real quick. Um, but also don't, don't hesitate to shoot me a message and let me know how much money it would take for, uh, Mike Tyson to punch you with an unprotected punch. 
I just want to know that. I want to know that um, right now. So the next uh, the next thing I want to jump into is I posted on uh, Facebook that I wanted people to send me dad jokes because I'm a new dad. I want to have them kind of locked in the chamber at all times. Um, you know, uh, I, I want to have those jokes ready to go at all times. Um, I think there's a little bit of wit to that that I think dads naturally pick up, kind of like dad strength. You know, I've talked to you guys before, I think, on the podcast about dad strength. Like, I think like at certain ages, like dads just are immediately stronger. Like, I remember being 17, 18 years old and feeling like I could, like, you know, fuck up a dad. And then, you know, you go to the gym and they're benching like 300 pounds and you're like, what the fuck? Like, you've never worked out ever that I've seen you work out. And like my football coach is like never in the gym, never working out. And he's like, he's like, throw, throw 315 on there and he'll wrap it out for like 10 reps. I was like, dude, that's dad strength. Um, and I, I want to have some kind of jokes on the, uh, in the chamber and ready to go. So <clears throat> there was a few that I, I want to kind of highlight some, um, I think, uh, I think um, I want to do some of the, like, I want to do a few. I want to do this as like a recurring segment. So this will be dad jokes with Justin Kelly. Um, so <clears throat> let's go just to the first one because he was the first one to post. Did you hear about the actress that got stabbed? Her name was Reese. Mm, what was her last name? And they will say Witherspoon and you say nope with a knife. I like that one. That's good. Um, I like Shane Jones, former uh, co-host of the Juice in the Morning podcast and a.k.a. one of my best friends. What do you call a chicken staring at a head of lettuce? Chicken sees a salad. (laughs) I love that. And then uh, Shanda Hibbs, a co-worker of mine that I've uh, worked with for a long time. This is one of my favorites. Um, I ate a kid's meal at McDonald's yesterday. And boy, were his parents pissed. <laughs> That's good. I like that. I like that a lot. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change my reaction to those so that I remember that I uh, already said them, so that I don't fuck them up later and and say them again. So let's change those to love. But those are the three I'm gonna do for now. There was a shitload. I appreciate people. Um, the other one from Shanda that I like a lot. Um, here's a classic I forgot about. Me, I'm hungry. Dad, nice to meet you. Hungry, I'm dad. That works in every aspect all the time. Those are the best. It's always great to get those. But that is, you know, that's it, man. I think uh, these shorter, these shorter, fun podcasts by myself um, and talking to the chat. That's kind of what this is going to be. So make sure you share with people. If you're listening to the podcast, make sure you uh, subscribe, you rate, and you review it because when you subscribe, rate, and review, it becomes more available to other people. Um, All these thoughts and ideas that I have are are all my own, so nobody else is responsible for them. Nobody else should get in trouble for anything I think. Uh, Make sure you share the Facebook stream. Make sure you share the Facebook video. Make sure you share the Facebook Live so that way more of you guys will get in here and chat and we can have some good back and forths. Um, the next time I'm on here, I'm going to have a guest. I'm not saying who yet because we may not have it locked in yet. So 
we will have a guest next week. I think I figured out the desktop audio thing um, so that we can still stream through this uh, system that I'm using now. That way I can have somebody on here and we can still have the sound effects, the shares, all that kind of cool notification type stuff that I know all of you guys appreciate and, and enjoy and have fun with. So, um, you know, I appreciate you guys joining. Thank you to everybody that joined in the chat. Um, shout out Cody Bragdon, shout out Terry Shepard, shout out Shane Jones, shout out Andrew Moore, shout out James Caird, shout out Chris Duncan, um, Johnny Bouton, Crystal Picker, Joshua Mays, all you guys, you guys are the reason this exists and it's the, the reason this exists. It's fun because you guys jump in here and, and chat, share it with people. Other people jump in. It's a good time. So I appreciate you guys joining and watching. Um, I appreciate you guys listening on the podcast apps. Um, send me everything. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. I will respond. You might get some goofy ass fucking automatic reply that I set up to make sure I was replying to people, but um, get into it. Share stuff with me. Comment. Talk shit. Tell me why you think a mob movie is better than Face Off. I want to know. Um, tell me what you think about aliens. I, I love to get into those discussions and getting into those discussions just creates more conversation for us to have on these Facebook lives. Um, you know, tell me what presidents that you think, uh, got shit faced in the white house, maybe smoke some weed, maybe drink, maybe, uh, you know, smoke some cigars and cigarettes. Like tell me that and who you, who you'd like to have a beer and smoke a cigar with, or a, a scotch and smoke a cigar with in the, uh, in the oval office. Like, let me know, jump in comment share it talk about it let's get this conversation going two ways baby let's do it so once again thank you so much everybody for joining uh we'll talk to you guys uh, next week peace out